Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled mompreneur who hits snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned how to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can learn how to stop picking at your kids' leftover food, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of the to-do list so you go to bed feeling fantastic about your day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Perlman. This is the Healthy Habits for Life show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Carol Perlman, and I thank you once again for joining me for another episode. You know, I didn't post an episode last week because, to be honest, I was still really fixated on the interview with Jan Gomes from the week before and the just remarkable story of how she reversed her type 2 diabetes. And I felt like I needed to give that some extra airtime as the most recent episode because it was just so, so powerful. So if you missed that, I hope that you will go back and listen to that because I know for me, I don't have diabetes, but for me, I'm always working on health behaviors and Jan really had an impact on me. And her story really compelled me to make some big changes, which I'll be talking about in the next couple of weeks. But I think so many people will benefit from her story and the message that it is possible to make really significant changes in your nutrition that will have an incredible impact on your health. So I hope you'll go back, catch that episode if you haven't yet. But today we're talking about, well, it's actually a related topic. I was going to say it's a different topic, but it's very much related. Uh, The topic is a book that I read. It's actually been a number of years now, probably four or five years ago. And as you've probably heard me discuss on the podcast before, there have been some books that I've read that were really just life-changing for me. They really got me to change my behaviors, change my outlook on life, change how I live life. And so I'm sharing them here periodically on the podcast so that you may benefit from them as well. And perhaps you'll be intrigued and may want to pick it up yourself. I get no royalties from these um, promos, by the way, um, but I just always like to share books that have had an impact on me. So today I'm talking about a book called The One Thing by Gary Keller. Gary Keller is a businessman who started a real estate company called Keller Williams. You may have seen those signs as you drive around town. They are a very prominent and successful real estate company. And he wrote this book and it actually has so many wonderful nuggets. It's been a long time. I I really am probably due to listen to it again because I know there were a lot of good nuggets, but there was one really most significant takeaway that I got from the book that I'm going to be talking about from today. So in this book, like I said, he's talking about a lot of different principles and practices that you can put into place in your life, even if you're not business owner, but just you're interested in increasing your success and productivity. And in nearly every chapter, he repeats this phrase. And the phrase is, what could you do such that everything in your life would be infinitely better? 
what could you do such that everything in your life would be infinitely better? And I actually listened to this book on the audio. And as I heard him say that phrase over and over again, I was thinking, what's it going to be? It's actually, I just said that wrong. It's what's the one thing, duh, the whole point of the book. (laughs) What's the one thing that you could do such that everything in your life would be infinitely better? And I was so intrigued and I'm waiting for him to tell us, what is this one thing? What is the one secret that is going to change our life? And did you ever see the movie? Oh my God, I'm blanking on it right now with um, Billy Crystal and they're at the dude ranch and well, it'll come back to me. But anyway, in that movie, he says, you know, the secret of life is one thing and he holds up his one finger and you're, you kind of pause. You're like, what's he going to say? What is the one thing? And of course he never tells you when the movie ends and you have to put the pieces together and figure out for yourself what the one thing is. And this book just always reminds me of that scene from the movie. And um, would you know, I got to the end of the book and I was waiting and waiting. Oh my God, what is this one thing going to be? And he never tells you what it is because the one thing for all of us is different. Our lives are different. Our priorities are different. Our personalities are different. Our temperaments are different. The way we conduct our day-to-day lives are different. And so for, for each of us, the one thing may be something different. But it's really a powerful exercise to stop and think, well, is there one thing I could do that would have such a powerful ripple effect that it would make everything in my life different? So when I got to the end of this book and found out that he wasn't going to spell it out for me, I got to work thinking, okay, the one thing, the one thing, what is the one thing that I could do such that everything in my life would be infinitely better? And what instantly popped into my mind was the phrase, use my time well. If I use my time well, then everything I'm working towards is possible. Now, I have to tell you that in the background, as you hopefully know by now, I'm a psychologist, I'm a health coach. I've been studying behavioral change uh, since I went to grad school in 1995. (laughs) And so these ideas are not um, new to me. It's something I've thought about for many years. And when I was working at Mass General in about 2000, three-ish, I worked on a project to develop a cognitive behavioral therapy treatment program for adults with ADHD. So that was when I really first started thinking about time management and day-to-day productivity. It was as I was learning more about the world of adult ADHD and how we can help people who may be on medications, but we're still finding that they were struggling. And so my colleagues and I really dove into this this area. And we were asked to write a treatment program, which we did. And we ended up doing research on it to make sure that it really worked, which it did. And we published it and we've gone on to use it. I used it in my private practice for many, many years. And I continue to use it in my work as a psychologist. And I continue to use the principles in the courses and the, the class that I teach online, my time management class. So time management is something that is on my mind a lot. And so it's kind of probably not a surprise that this is the one thing that popped into my head because it's something I really believe in and I see how life-changing it can be when I teach other people new time management strategies. So as I got to the end of the book and got to thinking, um, I decided that for me, that's what it was. Because when you think about all the different goals that you may have in your life, so 
this isn't going to be an exhaustive list, but I imagine most most of us, if you have a job, then it's important to get your job task done. If you live somewhere, whether it's an apartment or a house, um, wherever, it's important to take care of your environment. Maybe you live with other people. It's important to spend time with them. I hope that all of you will say it's important to work on your health and put some time and energy into eating well and moving your body. I know some people who are musicians and or artists, and for them, it's important to spend time every day on their craft, practicing music or vocals or a certain um, art technique. Um, if you have other kinds of hobbies, if you like to read, it's probably important for you that you read every day. If you're someone who's really invested in meditation, you probably are going to say that meditation is really important to do every day. So it's a lot, you know, there are a lot of things. There are 24 hours in the day for all of us. And there are a lot of things that we're trying to jam pack in there. Oh, of course there's sleep in there as well, right? So that really brings us down to maybe 16 hours. If you're a good sleeper, then that's going to leave us with um, about 16 hours in our day that we have to allocate to all of these priorities. And it is not easy. It really is not an easy task to be really intentional and strategic about how you use your time so that you are able to address all these different areas in your life. And as you've heard me speak, I hope by now you've listened to several episodes. And as you've heard me speak, I hope you've picked up on the fact that one of the phrases that I often use is this idea of creating the time. If something is important for you, you've got to create the time to invest in it. And when you do that, you're deciding that something is a priority and something is deserving of those one, you know, one, maybe more than one of those precious 16 hours that we have to allocate throughout the day. We all are making these decisions all day long, every week. What is the most important thing that's deserving of my time and one or more of these 16 hours? And so the overarching, um, the overarching something um, mission, I guess I would say, when I think about the one thing is the time that you spend being intentional about your time. So the time that you spend planning out your time, really strategizing, really thinking, how can I ideally schedule my day so that I get to everything that I'm effective and that I'm rested and content and happy and fulfilled and the people around me are feeling good about our life as well. And so I have found, you've also, I hope, heard me talk about this as well, that one of the very best things that I did probably when I started really teaching time management uh, several years ago was creating the weekly habit of setting up my planner for the week. And I live for this time. It's, you know, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 minutes. It's not a lot, but I live for that time when I sit on my comfy spot in my sofa and I take out my planner and I take out my phone calendar and I start to look at the week ahead and get a sense of, you know, what's coming up. And I put all the essentials in my, I have a paper planner. I have an Erin Condren paper planner that I just love. And I have found that there's just something different about seeing the visual on paper. I like to use a week, uh, they call it a, the layout, a week at a glance. So you can see the whole week and you've got a whole vertical column to write out all of the time blocks for each day. So you can see it all laid out really well for you. And I like to lay out everything that I know has a specific day 
and time by, by which or at which it has to be done. But then I also think about my to-do list and I decide what are the priorities for the week and I assign them a day and time in that blank spot. And then, and this is really where the magic happens. I think about all those other extras, the habits that are going to require some time in order to move the, the needle forward on them. And I decide where I'm going to allocate that time, whether it's every single day, maybe some things happen every single day. Some things maybe happen a couple of times a week. Other things might happen just once a week, but I make sure that I'm setting all of that up at the beginning of the week so that I have a chance to look back now that it's all laid out and I can reflect on that planner and say, okay, when I think about all these areas of my life that are important to me and I look at my planner, do I see those areas reflected? Have I created time for all those areas in my life that are important? Do I see time, you know, the obvious ones are I have to, you know, do the job, the tasks related to my job and to my business and the other business related activities that I maintain every week. Um, make sure my kids are taken care of, that I'm available to drive them where they need to go. Make sure that there's time to spend with my husband. And then my health habits. Is there time to eat meals, like stop during the middle of your day and actually have lunch? or delay the start of your day so you can have a good breakfast and you're not just scarfing something on your way to your first event. So do I actually create the time to have meals, to have some rest during the day, to move my body, to do all sorts of forms of exercise? So for me, this is really important because they all benefit your body in different ways. So am I allocating time for strength training, for stretching, for yoga? And then just movement, walking is so, so important, just moving the body. Right now I'm doing a 10,000 step a day challenge, which I'm loving. And so that requires time. It requires about 75 minutes to get all those steps in because I have a pretty sedentary life otherwise, and they don't happen naturally. So I have to create the time for that. But I have decided that that is really important to me. And so therefore it's going to get one of those precious 16 hours, one and a quarter of those 16 precious hours a day so that I can accomplish that goal. So by the time you have all that laid out, I can look at it before the week even begins and I can say, all right, is everything accounted for that I want to? And if so, then, okay, great. We can proceed with the week and let it unfold. And then at that point, I just have to execute. I don't have to worry about making decisions and executing at the same time. I've made all the decisions in advance and I just have to execute. And I can do that with a great sense of confidence because I've already thought it through. I already know this is the right way to conduct my day. Everything's going to get taken care of and it just feels so much better. And what I have found going back to this one thing is that for me, it really has played out to be true. If I use my time well, if I invest the time to plan it and really become intentional about it and then execute according to my plan, then everything in my life goes better. All those areas of my life that are important to me are all better when I have used my time well. And I should also add, you probably know, by, know me by now and know that I'm a big fan of the Miracle Morning and know that I also spend time in the morning writing out gratitude, writing out affirmations. And all these years later, years later, it's still an affirmation that I write out. I use my time well and follow my planner. When I first started writing that, it really wasn't something that was true. I was new to using a planner and new to really holding myself to a higher standard. 
And so it was a belief that I could kind of sort of wrap my brain around, but I wasn't fully there yet. I was still trying to train my brain to believe that. I have to say that I'm about 95% there by now. I really believe it. I know that I'm capable of it. I know that it's something that I actually do. So I can say I am someone who uses my time well and follows my planner. But just in case I forget about that, or just in case I, my body and my mind are inclined to go back to its old ways, I still write out that affirmation to really seal it in because it's so important to me. And I see that it's the beginning of the ripple effect that makes everything else in my life better. And so my friends, my challenge to you is to think about how you might answer that question. What is the one thing you could do such that everything in your life would be infinitely better? If you're curious to hear more of the context around this, you may want to pick up the book or listen to the audio. I actually really did enjoy the audio. You know, some books are better when you read them. Some are better as an audio. Some are good both ways. I don't think I've actually read the paper copy of this book. I just listened to the audio and it was a great format. So you may want to pick it up and listen to the whole thing. But at the very least, you can also just ask yourself that question, spend some time thinking about it, maybe write out a couple different options and see how they feel and then get to work implementing them and making them a habit, a true habit that you do every single day so that everything in your life is infinitely better. I would love to hear from you. You know, actually, I haven't really gotten an answer from this, but I'm so curious to know what other people have said when they are presented with that question. And I know that there is a one thing community, and I've often been curious to poke around in there and see what other people have chosen. And I haven't done that quite yet. Maybe I will now after I'm recording this, I'm a little intrigued. Um, But I really don't know what other people would say. I think some people might say meditate. Some people might say exercise. Some people might say play or practice music. And I don't know, what would you pick? So let me know, reach out to me by email, find me on social, send me a message. Let me know what you chose, how it's going. And as always, I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much again for listening. I hope this gets you thinking and I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you loved today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.